<laughs> yeah, what's going on, world? This is your boy King Jacked, and I am back with King's Truth. Now, this is what we all been waiting for. This is <laughs> well, can't say it's all what the world been waiting for. This is the rebirth of a channel. You know, been gone for a minute, but that being said, this is season three, episode. So, I don't really want to get too heavy because, you know, been gone for a minute, but, you know, something that, you know, happened recently between me and a friend, it's a couple situations I'm going to touch on, and basically these are opinion pieces. So, given the current state of things and uh, the situation that kind of evolved like this so to ask you the people you know let's just say this person is fucking tim (laughs) yeah so uh me and tim are having a conversation and um it's basically about how the workplace goes so tim's girlfriend has gotten a new job and she's working you know it's a much better position in life and things are kind of tough back and forth and you know thing is is this is not just a womanly thing or a perspective like that it's just a perspective from either side of the gender rope you know where the person gets so wrapped up in the work it's a new role so you're you're putting all your time and energy into that but you know it comes in is thinking about it like is that more is that a healthy thing in a relationship and more importantly the way that i speak about this is because i feel like i'm floundering a bit i'm gonna put it in this perspective so basically tim's girlfriend's got a new job she's doing well it's a new thing it's definitely something to be proud about because this young woman come on now you're gonna be proud of the person you know whatever way it works but with that new position comes a new level of hmm how to say because i definitely am just winging this episode so yeah <laughs> no it comes a new uh level of work and a new level of stress this is a new job, so you're putting all that energy into it, but, you know, it's in a way affecting the relationship. You know, when, you know, before the relationship, obviously Tim had a lot more time to, you know, be with the woman, you know, feelings are brought up, y'all doing things, you know, really gets into it. So, for me, it goes into, like, how do you feel? Or how is it do you explain to your significant other, you know, that, you know, you're you're working hard, but you're neglecting the other person a bit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, let, let me try to make this a little bit clearer. So I know from a man's perspective, you know, because I won't 
sugarcoat nothing and I ain't here to tell you like I'm Mac Daddy pimping no shit like that I've been on the end of that rope where you have a significant other who's working to accomplish a goal and but believe me you know you're proud of this person you're like hey baby go ahead do your thing knock that shit out I'm here for you you know whatever I can do to help ease your mind but you know that isn't just a woman or a man thing that isn't gender or sadness or anything people get caught up in that and it's arguably understandable that it's a new rule and you're caught up in trying to get it right because you know you want to make sure this shit is perfect it's a good move but you forget sometimes the drag and ambition you know you gotta stop and still make time for that person you know you don't want them feeling neglected it's a, it's a real crazy thing in a relationship like it's if I can really say it on both sides I'll start with a man's perspective if your woman has got this new title she's really working hard at it she's really like putting her all into it and putting a lot of focus in it yeah be supportive of that you know to a much of a very good extent be very supportive hell honey I'm proud of you baby do your thing get out here and make that bag, you know, but for men, the one thing that we kind of can't really express is, is like, yeah, you know, nobody's saying, it's been a couple days, baby, like, oh, shit, you know, leave me, do something with me, no, 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 we're thinking of a perspective that I'm only thinking about Tim's perspective, so if you, the job's been going on for weeks, you got times when she's like, hey, you know, you go do your thing, I'll catch up to you, blah, 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 I want to say, whatever. But as me and Tim kind of got to discussing, I felt like it was something that maybe I should kind of talk about in this. Because a feeling that he had is like, man, you know, like, hey, I didn't get into it for this. Like, you know, we're spending less time together. I know I'm very proud of you and what you do, but you know, I just don't know what to say or, you know, when this conversation is going to take place. So, yeah, let's just bring that up. Thing is, and definitely with Tim's thought and point of view, like, as men, we have a hard time really saying things or putting that out there because we, we're men, you know, we don't want to be soft, emotional, whatever it is, and a lot of times, Women, even though y'all be like, oh, I want my man to tell me things. Tell me how you feel, baby. No. In a new day and age, and especially with a lot of shit that's going on generational-wise, women don't think emotions are that motherfucking sexy anymore. A man with emotions is going to be deemed a bitch, and that's really what men really hate. Like, we, we, we are really trained from, like, hey, nigga, you have no emotions. Like, <laughs> Like, even by our own peers, like, it's hard for us to really contemplate the fact that we have emotions, let alone, you know, be able to talk to your boys or somebody be like, hey, nigga, you know, I got a little emotion in me. It's hard for us to do. So, in Tim's specific case, you know, talking with Tim, I'm like, hey, man, you know, definitely knowing from my experience, like, that shit ain't the right way to go. Like, it ain't nobody saying, oh, break up, fuck the relationship. It's like, you know, have a talk with a motherfucker, you know, like, look, you know, maybe I'm digging you, like, I want to do all this shit with you, but, you know, at one point, it's hard for P 
people that are driven, because I definitely know this shit, it's hard for us to stop and take a break. Or, if you're in a new, you know, budding relationship like Tim, it's hard for, you know, a motherfucker to be like, hey, you know, come on now, like, yeah, I'm here for you, baby, yeah, I love you, but, you know, slow down a bit, I want you to take a break. And it's even harder when sometimes, you know, it's... Women get lost in it to where it's like a double standard. Where it's like, oh, if I was a man working this hard, you wouldn't have these feelings. Like, no, it's not a sexist thing. I think it's a healthy thing for a man to be able to talk about what's going on with him and talk about emotions and shit. You know, especially in a new relationship. Because, you know, a new relationship. Hell, goddammit, I'm married. I can tell you that shit. New relationship, boy, back when, boy... That's a whole stable of community. That shit was called caking. You was motherfucking excited to talk to this bitch for like 12 hours at a time. You'd be up there taking no-dos in the middle of the night knowing damn well you had shit to do the next morning. But you still talking to motherfucking 6 in the morning. You've been on that bitch since 5 in the afternoon. And you just... The emotions, the feelings you get from talking to a motherfucker. And that vibe, man. That vibe is like precious to that certain point. But... You know, it, that's where it comes from. I think that's where this 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 man's review has a kind of a certain je ne sais quoi to it. You know, I don't know if I even said that right. And if you got whatever it is, man, don't don't correct me. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like motherfuckers correct me like that. But <laughs> the thing is, is like you just wanna, you know, you should you're a man. You should be able to express yourself without it being some soft shit. You know. And believe me, you know, I've, I've seen this shit, Q&As and shit, where I ask shit, motherfucker, like, nigga, you sound like you soft as hell. Hey, B, don't, don't, don't start with me, nigga. That ain't the way to go. Like, really, it ain't the way to go. So, canceling that topic, I'm gonna go and move on to the woman's point of view. Like, so if your man gets a new job, this man's working, he's really putting out, he ain't putting no focus, he ain't putting focus into you, but he ain't putting a lot in, because this man is really like, I'm obsessed with doing the right thing at the right time, you know, give him time to do what he gonna do, but it's the same feelings on both sides of the branch, as a woman, you know, what do you say, you know, if you don't pay attention to your woman, man, somebody else will, and it ain't like what it used to be, man, a lot of men, you know, we, we, want to say it like we vultures (laughs) hey you can see you can take advantage of a woman's weak points but at the same time you know a a wise person said this minute ago like i forget who i heard it from even though it was wise i really forgot who who said it but the thing is if you ain't paying attention to your woman somebody else is going to and on this planet we got ever so many billions of people on this planet. That means there is billions of penis right around the corner for your girl to get attached to. Hey, same thing with men and women. You have to stop and pay attention to one another. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that has to be done. So I guess an opposing part, a question in this segment of the show, I'm going to ask men or women, don't matter who you are, answer this question. Honestly, how do you deal 
with a new relationship starting and you're man, woman, them, they, he, she, her. I'm saying all these pronouns because I don't want to be offensive to anyone because that's another part of the show we don't get to. How would you feel if the person that you're in a relationship with is into a new career and they ain't really paying you a lot of attention? How do you feel about that? What do you do? Do you feel like, you know, you soft or you emotional because you're trying to communicate with them and talk about it and they have a negative reaction or how do you deal with that in general? believe that there that's 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 what y'all <laughs> believe me and uh dre827 good person this this person right here is somebody who's been here since episode one asking me a lot of questions gives me a lot of feedback hey you um i hate to be disrespectful i swear to god i don't remember your name uh sophia Thick chick at rando. Uh, this is it's a lot of them, but you know who you are. Shout out to y'all people, and definitely a lot of people who asked me to come back. So, in that one, I'm gonna end that right there. Please, please be sure to hit me up through comments, uh, Instagram, DMs, TikTok, whatever you got. Hit me up. Feel free to comment on any segment of this, and I will definitely give you a lot of new handles because I created a lot new lot of new avenues to get in touch and answer these questions and i welcome the viewers or listeners because this is a podcast ain't no viewing nothing i'm not here for you <laughs> but i welcome those up to those new questions so transition time let's move on to the next segment so next segment is one that i've really gotten into over the course of this past year where we've been growing and developing man and uh one thing that is starting to change a lot to me and seeing a lot of these things go is you know i'm gonna tackle this and i'm gonna tackle this in a way that i'm going to be sensitive this whole cancel culture thing now I know with saying that this is a very touchy thing because no matter what you say in any regard, somebody in the back room or the internet or wherever it is, they're gonna feel offensive to whatever you say, however you say it, especially to any group of people, whether it be white, black, Latino, uh, Japanese, Asian Americans, the alphabet community, and, and anywhere in between. This cancel culture thing, man, it's it's just really really gotten out of hand in my opinion like you should not have the right to just blatantly disrespect somebody but it is a matter of perspective on that other person on you know how I'm hurt what did you say that it can hurt somebody else because I'm, I'm I've been seeing this for far too long where Somebody will say something, and it don't matter how genuine the comment is, no matter if they gave an expose warning or whatever it may be. When people feel offended, they are offended. There is nothing you can do about that. 
But where I stand on this whole thing is, is like, it is a lot, a lot of sensitivity. You go back 10 years from now, and this sensitivity wasn't there. I think COVID being locked up in homes, a lot of movements going well, people just, you, you can't say what the hell you want to say. No one's saying, say blatant racist shit. That's terrible. But saying anything is wrong. Like, you know, we might as well become a society that don't speak. I'm looking forward to the quiet place taking on because when you speak, no matter what you say, no matter how genuine or what it is, there are millions and millions of people on the internet or wherever who are going to dissect what you said and they're going to make you out to be wrong and put pressures on people to the point that you're going to be canceled for something. Like, perfect example. If I said on this channel right here, where you specifically know I don't give a fuck and I gave the disclaimer that I don't give a fuck about you and your bullshit, if I said, hey, black people, I don't like fingernails. <gasps> he doesn't like fingernails. LGBTQAFF community. Oh, he doesn't like our fingernails. People just, people are weird with that, man. Like, it's a lot of sensitivity. Like, even to the point that, you know, you hear a lot of comedians say that too. Like, I can't, ain't no point in telling jokes. We shouldn't even be a society that goes to comedy shows because there are a lot of people who, this is a job to make comedy. You don't know if anybody's going to offend or get offended. So, that being said, I got a couple examples. And my examples are always at the top of the list. Dave Chappelle. I fucking love Dave Chappelle's comedy. I do. I've been following Dave Chappelle since he told that fucking pizza joke, Def Comedy Jam, all that shit. Love the man. Okay. His comments on the LGBTQ community and shit and the jokes, he just made jokes. I understand that people may not like the fucking jokes. But it's not coming from a person who has direct ass malice. Like, you want to compare Dave Chappelle to Donald Trump's rhetoric. Kind of ridiculous to me. It's a fucking comedian making a fucking joke. And then when you turn around and you have, what the fuck is the, um, the other guy, the, the, the Carmichael guy. Oh, bro, you want your legacy to be nothing but just gay jokes? Ha, 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 you know, I just to look up to you. First off, calm the fuck down. I don't even feel like he really has a certain way of thinking about it. I just feel like you really, like, certain people, like, it's listening to your content that I feel like some of it is it's not actually standing up for a right of something. You're actually just jumping on the bandwagon and you're creating a name for yourself to hate someone else. You know, and that's just looking at it from the outside. Y'all could have had a fucking conversation behind closed doors. I don't fucking know. But the crazy part is, once it's out there in the media, people are left to interpret whatever they said. So, I'm going to bring that back to season one of this podcast where I had an opinion piece talking about what if you adopted the son and you found out he was gay now with that being said let me give you a peek behind the curtain 
I can document and show you. I had lots of fucking hate emails behind this. Oh, how could you feel that way if he's gay? Did you hear me say that a whole bunch of times? I love him no matter what. I can care less if you're gay or not. Oh, how could you? It's your son. Like, yeah, bitch, I know. I'm, I still love the boy. I'm still doing shit for him. Oh, my God, this is what it is. Like, why are you related to your own life? Shut the fuck up. Please. Like, people... It's hard to really get into this comment because even now, like, I'm, I'm really guarded in what I'm saying because I feel like saying what I want to say on my own channel, somehow I have to censor things because before you know it, channel's gone. <laughs> like, I will be back in a whole different light platform just to be saying the same thing that I'm saying and I'm not one of these blatant, racist, mind cough, listening to assholes, and you right, I didn't say that right, I don't give a fuck, that take these things they go with and they make these stupid ass comments, please, people, let's become people again, people who are able to take a joke, people who are mindful of what they say, because hell, I'm pretty sure 99.9 of y'all grew up hearing the same shit that I heard in life, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And the fact that a lot of you motherfuckers, because I know I didn't vote for the motherfucker, spent two years in office saying whatever the fuck he wanted to. And what the fuck happened? We got even worse as a fucking country because every piece of... Every piece of crap who had anything slightly racist into them, like shit got weird as hell. Like, weird as hell, you know, like, tiki torch people, khaki shirt motherfuckers, uh, black people went crazy, motherfuckers were shooting fucking police officers in New Orleans, wherever it may be, and motherfuckers was kneeling on people, and motherfuckers attacking the fucking, whatever the fuck that building was out in fucking Washington, D.C., that shit was crazy. Like, you motherfuckers have really lost your minds. What happened of motherfuckers being a united motherfucking world we are all people fuck the skin tone fuck whatever your edges look like fuck your nails fuck your bbl goddammit. underneath the skin we are all still blood and bones and shit you forget penis ain't fused to your motherfucking skeleton motherfucker underneath all that bullshit we are fucking people when are we going to fucking get to the point where we start actually being fucking people, caring about the motherfucker next to you, actually looking to make a better fucking world instead of poisoning the motherfucker and going downhill, and when motherfucker, this motherfucker's getting ready to blow, we said, well, we could have done better, everybody. Oh, I'm so sorry we have to die here. Like, yeah, motherfucker, because if we'd only took the time to actually appreciate the next fucking fellow person and actually try to help each other instead of worrying about, oh, what are you doing over here on this side of the street? Oh, they're having a barbecue in town. I don't like it. <laughs> like, the whole caring thing is it's definitely some shit I don't care for. Like, I, I generally, for me, I just don't care about this whole racist bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. And please, people, if you're listening to this shit right now, hear me out. Every time I turn on the news and the Asian motherfuckers getting attacked, it's always by black people. 
like maybe I'm missing the days and reports when it's like other people and shit but they always be that like what the fuck did they do to you everything that has gone on in this goddamn country has happened from Caucasians to other people look at the history people like look at the history it's crazy it is crazy and the fact that when you go to school they put all this shit in your brain like oh yeah the pilgrims got off the fucking boat met up with the goddamn Indians and they had a good old time they fed Thanksgiving stuffing and baked mac and cheese and shit no smallpox and disease motherfucker (laughs) give up your land for a bead that's what the fuck we talking about here like that's a bunch of bullshit or oh I hate those goddamn Mexican people they just come across this we gonna build this big ass wall to segregate ourselves that's fucked up I thought America had the fucking foundation that give me your poor you're tired you're hungry I thought that's what it was I'm still a fucking American at the end of the fucking day you know in my life how many times I've heard a motherfucker tell me hey you go back to Africa bitch you saying some impossible shit like you you know what you fucked up like I'm an American just like you is and the funny part is is that my buttons are real close together so like in my mind my two buttons from ass whooping to cuss your ass the fuck out they like really close they damn near the same button it's like you gotta push that button on either side of it to make that motherfucker toggle but it just don't toggle my shit is really quick and violence is not the fucking answer it really isn't like me personally I believe one of our greatest fucking leaders in the fucking world, Martin Luther King, he preached nonviolence. He preached togetherness. He preached all that. And it wasn't just about black people. It was for everybody. And you motherfuckers got so hateful that you still took a man out who preached that? God damn. Like, Jesus. And now in this day and age... We have no pride or respect for Americans yet. Because America's like, yeah, fuck you. I won. You on the end of the fucking spectrum. As a fucking country, we are fucking going downhill. Like, it's, it's hard to get Americans to pull together. Last time Americans pulled together, the fucking Twin Towers went down. And even that was kind of like, yeah, like, motherfucker, we together, but we not together. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... And a uh, real strong rhetoric of uh, basically going off the rails there. Yeah, yeah, I have a extreme problem with the whole cancel culture thing. Like, we are... Some people are right to be canceled. You don't know how to fucking speak as an individual and carry yourself. It's all about giving respect to get respect. And no matter how much the level of celebrity you may have... That, uh, that's not putting you above anybody else, bro. That really doesn't put you above people to say, oh, I can say whatever the hell I want to because I got money. No, it doesn't. It's really proven nowadays because you say that and you're seeing how much money, how fast your money can go. Don't believe me, ask fucking Kanye West. Yeah, I said it, ask Kanye, goddammit, because 
that's a firm indication on, oh yeah, you know, I can say whatever I want to you think this. Kanye needs help, fam. My man's needs help. And it's a lot of things where I'm seeing a lot of comments, especially from people who I feel like, you know, you're too young-minded. Some of you are young to a certain extent, but some of you are too young-minded. You are so fucking protective of some ugly-ass slide shoes that you don't understand the fact of hate speech. You really don't. Like, oh, he's just speaking the truth, and this is how it is, and this is Bill speaking a bunch of truth. Like, the fact of the matter is, in a dangerous climate where anything can get your ass canceled, you can lose money. Hell, even most of the times, you get your ass attacked, lose your motherfucking life. He knew what the fuck he was saying. He just thought he was above saying that, oh, I'm, I'm Jesus. I can say whatever I want to, and no one's gonna do a thing. Oh, yeah. People gonna do something. You lost how much money? I know they can do something now. So yeah, let's let's just go back to that time, man. Let's go back to a time where people actually were people who actually, you know, had caring and understanding for another. And even as fucking Americans, like, when are we gonna pull together in this country? You know all this shit that goes on and especially in American history where who helped build the fucking railroads who built the industry in America who had the know-how to put shit together to go grab fucking how many people on the fucking boat ship their ass over here to make the fucking economy what it was didn't do that shit yourself you sat on the porch with iced tea goddamn, tell the motherfuckers what to do like we all played a part in making America for what it is. Let's start actually looking out for fucking America. Looking out and making things better. Because believe me, I have, I have a lot of gripes with this shit. But I'm not going to keep this shit up all day. We are in, in rearing and blah, blah, blah. Because I just fucked that up. <laughs> we are nearing the end of this first episode i know it was a lot thank you for sticking with me because this episode was not a very very planned episode for me to really you know go into a topic we had to but i kind of went off the rails on that last one (laughs) like i said man I've, i've had i've had a lot in my mind it's on my brain is ADHD right now because I got a lot of things that I want to bring to the spectrum to talk about. But for the next episode, I guarantee it's going to be a lot more structured for you people. And I definitely want to touch on this um, on this Kanye thing a hell of a lot more. I definitely want to touch on a lot of subjects and things that have passed my attention, you know, and definitely is crazy this world is crazy but with that being said hey you are my people thank you for being listeners to king's truth and believe me man this is not going to stop i just have to get my shit together so thank y'all for sticking in there thank you for listening and i will be back indefinitely so 
we can stop with the bullshit let's get ready to listen to this shit let's get ready to do some things so that being said in my explicit nature thank you thank you thank you i will be back with another episode of king's truth so put that cup down man we've had enough today so on that note till next week peace